This is episode number 317 with number one New York Times best-selling author, Ariana Huffington. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome everyone to today's episode. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Ariana Huffington. She's here in the studio in Los Angeles, Greatness Studio, and she is the co-founder and president and editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post Media Group and author of 15 books. She's also been named to Time Magazine's list of the world's 100 most influential people and the Forbes most powerful women list. Her 15th book is called The Sleep Revolution, Transforming Your Life One Night at a Time. And it's all on the science, history, and mystery of sleep. And it's just came out in April 2016. And it was an instant New York Times bestseller. We cover a lot today about sleep, the science behind sleep, and how the recovery is important for athletes when you sleep, how mental and emotional issues are linked to sleep deprivation, what the most important thing you can do before you go to bed, Ariana's ideal nightly routine to do before going to sleep, how drowsy driving is killing more people than drunk driving, and so much more in this powerful interview. If you enjoy this interview, if you're listening to it right now, make sure to share it out with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 317 to have them listen along, post it on Twitter, Facebook, and make sure to tag Ariana Huffington on Twitter and Facebook as well. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Make sure to dive in, take notes, and stay awake on episode number 317 with the one, the only, Ariana Huffington. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off take your business further with a smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit u.s restaurants and gas stations that's the powerful backing of american express Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep, obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash greatness. netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. Very excited about our guest. Her name is Ariana Huffington, and she's got a new book out called The Sleep Revolution, Transforming Your Life One Night at a Time. Make sure to go grab the book right now. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. We got a chance to do an interview about a year ago, I think it was, and we only had about 15 minutes, so now we have a little <laughs> more time. So I'm excited to actually dive in and talk more about the power of sleep but also why uh, you started getting into sleep, why it's important to enhance your performance for athletes, also for entrepreneurs, also for busy moms who say they have no time, Mm -hmm. why it's important for everyone. So first off, thank you for being here. And uh, second off, let me get a a question out of the way. You sold a company, Huffington Post, to AOL, right? Right. And I think that number is $315 million. Is that Mm -hmm. correct? Now... During the time you were building this company, you didn't sleep much from what I remember, right? The first two years. First two years, Because okay. um, we launched the Huffington Post in 2005, mm-hmm. and in April 2007, I collapsed you from collapsed. sleep deprivation gotcha. and exhaustion and hit my head on my desk and broke my cheekbone. Oh. In the middle of the day? In the, in the morning, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not wow. even in the middle of the day. And and that was the beginning of my starting on this journey of reevaluating my life, of looking at what were the things I needed to change in my life. Mm. And and for me, the keystone habit, you know, that I changed and everything else became easier was sleep. I went from four to five hours to eight hours, mm. 95% of the time. You know, right, I'm a right. work in progress. I'm not <laughs> exactly. perfect. Yeah. And... Um, and I suddenly sort of started looking around and seeing that I was not alone, mm. that millions of people were burnt out, yeah. and that we are living in a culture which is fueled by burnout. Mm. And it's kind of amazing because the new science now is so conclusive that mm-hmm. sleep is a performance enhancer, yes. that everything in our lives gets better, um, our productivity, our health, mm-hmm. our relationships, our happiness. Yeah. So why is it so hard for us to actually do something that is free and available to us? And I think that's partly because we've created this culture, mm-hmm. mostly created by you guys, not, not you personally, Louis, but <laughs> men, you know, but yes. that, that, um, 
that basically wears this sleep deprivation like a badge of honor. Yeah. Like I'm too busy and too important to sleep or I'll mm-hmm. sleep when I'm dead or yes. you snooze, you lose, you know, all these things. <laughs> right, right, right. And basically they're all wrong. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of like the food industry in a sense where they're, they told us to, uh, you know, the breads and grains and milks and all these things were actually good for us. But now yes. the science is like, well, actually, that's what's causing all the cancer or making you exhausted. It's like the gluten, the dairy or whatever. Uh, so it's kind of like we have to yeah. relearn. And even if you go further back, you mm-hmm. know, um, it's kind of amazing to look at some of the ads in the 1950s by doctors mm. uh, selling cigarettes. Right, of course. And you had like literally doctors in white coats saying... It's crazy. Uh, mental cigarettes refresh your throat and <laughs> give you cancer. But um, so yes, it's like mm. we often live under false um, assumptions. Yes, modern science has disproven them. This has been the golden age of scientific findings around right. sleep, right. and it's very recent. The first scientific. <clears throat> Sleep Center was founded in 1970 at Stanford, really? and now there are 2,500. Sleep centers. What's yeah. a sleep center? Basically, they all they study different aspects of sleep. What happens to the brain? Hmm. Uh, at Stanford, Sherry Ma studied sports and uh, sleep, and right. she was the one who became the pioneer of proving mm. that sleep was a legal performance enhancer right. without negative <laughs> side yeah, effects. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Wow. And so you have um, Andre Gudala, for example, who had mm-hmm. such a fantastic yeah. year, despite his injury. Can I just see a photo with you and him? Yes, yes. I interviewed him at Stanford, uh-huh. the Golden State Warriors MVP. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, considers his sleep what got him the MVP uh, title. Right. And uh, and he's kind of so disciplined about it. I mean, I talked to his wife too. You know, the getting his eight hours, no screens or TV in the wow. bedroom, temperature at sixty-seven degrees, yes. everything dark. You know, all the things that I, I include in the book, all the tips and techniques of mm-hmm. how to get a great night's sleep. And he's practicing. And when he's on the road, uh, making sure that he has as many of these things available to him so that he can actually get the restorative Mm -hmm. sleep that makes him better on the court. What's the science behind um, recovering the muscles with whatever it is, seven or eight hours of sleep with a cool temperature, the blackout, you know, calming the mind? What's the science behind that? What do doctors or scientists say about how it actually enhances the muscles or the heart or the brain or all the things? Well, it enhances everything, both the physical body that Mm. needs that recovery time. In fact, the more intensely you work out, the more essential the recovery time is for the body. But also, what happens to the brain? Because as you know, being an athlete yourself... Winning is not just a function of your muscles, it's yeah. also a function of your brain. Mm-hmm. And um, and I talk in the book about how if you miss a shot <laughs> or you make a mistake, which every athlete does mm-hmm. in the course of a game, yeah. if you actually keep replaying that in your head while the game is going on, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And if you're sleep deprived, you're more likely to dwell on your failures, to dwell on your fears and anxieties. I mean, whether you're an athlete or a busy mom, Mm -hmm. you know, you're more likely to be irritable and cranky and um, all the things that make life much harder are aggravated 
when you are sleep deprived. Yeah, it has a lot to do with meditation too. You know, if when we when we don't meditate and we don't we're not being mindful, we are more irritated. We're more stressed out. We're Absolutely. not recovering. We're not rela- relaxing the mind and the body. I think sleep and meditation go hand in hand. Yeah. Do you meditate as well yourself? I, I do or? meditate. Yeah? Yes, okay. and uh, and I love my meditation. Yeah. But the thing about sleep is. Whether you meditate or not, whether you work out or not, everybody has to sleep. Right, exactly. (laughs) So everybody has a relationship with sleep. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how can we make this relationship the best it can be so that every other aspect of our life is enhanced? Do you feel like... um... You know, in 2000, it was 2007, you, 2005, 2007, you said you started to realize that you were like crashing and all these things were well, happening. Well, I didn't right? actually realize until I collapsed. Until you collapsed, 2007. That's what right? I said. That's what is so interesting. How many years were you kind of living this lifestyle of not paying attention to your sleep? Well, it, it would come and go. Okay. You know, I'm, I started as I write in the book about how I was brought up by a mother who revered sleep in a one bedroom mm. apartment. Right. In Athens, Greece. She wanted to sleep all the time. No, no, not at all. She just, she just brought us up believing that if we get enough sleep, we're going to be better at school. Uh Okay. And we're going to be happier. Right. And in fact, she kind of knew that, um, because we all wanted to maintain our weight or lose weight, depending mm-hmm. on the time. This was a great way to do that. For, for she, she wasn't a scientist, right. but the modern science now validates right. that if you want to lose weight... Sleep more. Sleep enough. enough. You know, it's not about more. Gotcha. Actually, what is interesting, modern science tells us you cannot oversleep. Unless you're a narcoleptic mm. or suffering from severe depression, if you're just um, just going on about your life... right. Your body wakes you up when mm. it's fully recharged. So you can't oversleep. If you oversleep, does it hurt you if you get 12 hours of sleep? No, if you get 12 hours of sleep, you're probably making up some sleep deficit. Gotcha. Okay. You know, once you, you once you've paid your sleep deficit uh-huh. and you are in a regular routine, your body will naturally wake you up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, interesting. So your mom kind of had this intuition. So my mom had that intuition. And um, and brought us up like that. But then when I went to England to get my degree and then mm-hmm. to New York, I just bought into the prevailing culture, right. which was that... The um, driven mindset. Yes, the, that if you're going to succeed, yes, then you need to sacrifice sleep. Mm. And really now for me, it's a little bit like choosing to get to your destination in a broken down um, track, mm. you know, and... Or a gas guzzling <laughs> car, right? Um, instead of a Tesla. Mm, Tesla's run you know? so smooth. I mean, it, it, <laughs> when you are fully recharged, it's like there you are in your Tesla, going for your, going to your destination faster, more efficiently, mm. and also enjoying the journey. Yeah. So that's why I've become such a sleep evangelist, and this um, crusade that we've launched. Um, the book is one part of it, but we're taking the book and the sleep revolution to a hundred colleges wow. to convince millennials of the importance mm-hmm. of sleep. Are you seeing that a lot of millennials are not sleeping, that they still have this uh, pull all nighter mentality like in college, you know, for finals and tests? Is, it oh, that, absolutely. is that happening yes, still? It's happening and, and with huge and dangerous consequences. And that's what I wanted. I structured the book. So you start with the crisis mm. and give people an overview of how dangerous sleep deprivation is, how prevalent it is, 
and how it's also at the heart of a lot of mental health issues. Really? Like people who are depressed or anxious, um, at the heart of it is sleep deprivation. So they're, they're linking the diseases that we're having, just the mental, emotional the diseases? The mental or and the physical. physical. Obviously, um, sleep deprivation is directly linked to obesity, mm. diabetes, hypertension and heart disease, even cancer, and definitely Alzheimer's. Really? Mm-hmm. Because wow. when we, I mean, when we sleep is the time when our brain washes away, you know, the toxins that have built during the day. Hmm. Interesting. Is it is it more powerful to have vivid dreams or to not dream at all? Is there oh, a difference as a matter? Much more powerful, obviously, to remember your dreams because it means you're getting enough sleep. If you remember them. Yeah. Okay. If you are sleep deprived, you're much less likely to remember your dreams. Really? And I have a whole section on dreams and it's a dreams are a great source of insights. Hmm. A lot of inventors have come up with their inventions in dreams. Really? Larry Page came up with the idea for Google. In a dream. In a dream. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Paul McCartney came up with Let It Be in a dream. Hmm. All the lyrics were written in the dream. Interesting. So whatever it is you're doing. Um, but you're saying if we're not sleeping well, then we're not going to have dreams we can remember, or maybe there'll be more nightmares than dreams. Well, then you're much less likely to remember them gotcha. if you're not sleeping well. And do we know, and maybe, maybe we're not aware of this, but do we know about why we have nightmares and why we have positive dreams? Or yeah, I mean, the basically, um, dreaming is a time when we either process a lot of the incomplete emotions of the day, um, or we process our anxieties about the future, or the um, more insightful dreams that tap into our right. wisdom. So right. it depends. You know, it's the whole gamut. That's what I love about my sleep time now. That you, I go to sleep, and and I don't know what the movie is going to be tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. um, but it's so it's a little bit like rekindling the romance with sleep. Mm. But I wanted first to convince people of why it is important. Right. I think we are so data-driven, right. and the science chapter gives you all the data you want to really believe it's important. Mm. And after you believe it's important, and, and after we go through the history chapter that shows you why we started devaluing sleep in the first industrial revolution when we thought human beings could be like machines and minimize mm -hmm. downtime, then you have the second half of the book, which is all about how to. How but to, you first have to be, it, yes, yeah. how to maximize your performance, how to um, maximize your sleep. And um, there are tons of um, tips. Right, and resources. Resources, yeah, yeah. exactly. But for me, the, the key, the most important thing, if you're going to do one thing, mm -hmm. it's to turn off all your devices. Yeah. Um, start with five minutes before you're going to turn off the lights. You know, just have a little demarcation line mm -hmm. between um, your day life and your sleep. Right. Why is that important to turn off the screens? And because TVs? otherwise what happens is that our bodies may be exhausted, but our minds mm. remain in a stimulated mode. You know, blue light stimulates the brain. Yeah. But also, beyond the blue light, it's just that we haven't given our brain some opportunity to power down. Yeah. And that's what wakes people up in the middle of the night. Um, even if they go to sleep, 
because they're physically exhausted, their brains wake them up with whatever so it is they haven't much. processed, you know, all the mind chatter. Yeah. So I think what is key is to have a little transition to sleep. And it can be a really simple and short transition. Mm-hmm. Mine is about 30 minutes now. But okay. it can, I believe in microscopic steps. You know yeah. how it is. You build habits with very small. Don't try to do this big changes. jump. At the same Don't try way. to, yeah, make the big jump. Just little <laughs> things that you can stick to. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, the kind of person that you become when you are fully recharged becomes like a magnet. And you, you know? want it all the time. I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I don't like now. I don't like myself <laughs> right, right. when I'm the other kind of person. Yeah. When I'm sleep deprived, when I'm irritable, when I, you tell me something and I get upset. Or, or you're just slow or whatever it may oh, be. Oh, yes. You you make mistakes. You mm-hmm. know, you, you're not as sharp in every possible yeah. way. Is it, I mean, I've never been drunk and I've never been hungover. Yes. I've never gone that far. And, um, I'm curious, is being sleep deprived, I've been sleep deprived, is it feel like you're hungover in the yes. morning? Is that it what it feels, feels like? It feels like you're hangover. And also, <clears throat> in terms of your, the physical changes, the cognitive changes, scientists have found that it is actually absolutely equivalent. So they have found that if you're up 17, to 19 hours, which is not abnormal for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. You're not legally drunk, but you're close to being drunk. Really? Yes. And if wow. you're up um, for 24 hours, then you are legally drunk. Really? Yes. Okay, so maybe I've been drunk by being <laughs> In sleep another deprived. way. Yeah, yeah. it's in another way. What, um, okay, so tell me if it's like, obviously we're not perfect and we try to do things. Right, the best we're we all right works now. in progress. We're all work in progress. But let's say it's like you get a chance to have the perfect night's sleep. Like you get a night that's like, I'm going to follow every habit that I talk about. Yes. I'm going to like set everything up beautifully. I'm going to have flowers on the pillowcases, whatever it is. Right. What would be the ideal routine for you in terms of going to bed and then waking up? Great. I love that. So I'll give you my routine. I'll give you my nightly ritual. But what I recommend for everybody watching, is to create your own mm-hmm. ritual. I mean, it's almost like I give you a menu mm-hmm. and you need to experiment and see it, yeah. what is it that does it for you. Sure. For me, it's like 30 minutes before I'm going to go to sleep, turning off all my devices and gently escorting them out of the bedroom. <laughs> escorting them out. They'll on be a chariot, there in the morning. You put them you know? on a horse. And you... <laughs> you put them in the little homes outside exactly. the bedroom. Turning off the lights, you know, the bright lights, making it sort of, mm-hmm. I just have one nightstand light and mm-hmm. one light in the bathroom. Then having a really, really hot, wonderful uh, bath. Really? Warm bath? Yeah. With Epsom salts, which are very relaxing, and, mm. and flickering candles. But if you guys don't like baths, have a shower. I don't like baths. Okay. I've got one. A, I've never used it. Yeah. You're going to have a shower. Yeah. And hot is better than cold. Oh, yeah. You're... Right. You're basically, you basically want to slow down your brain mm. and soothe your muscles. You know, everything oh, is like powering you down. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're going to a hot tub late at night, I always feel ready to sleep. Exactly. You yeah. feel exactly the hot tub is ex- yeah. a perfect. Um, so do a hot tub. Perfect, if you have, a hot, if you have tub. a hot tub, go to a hot tub. Okay. I don't have a hot tub, so I do the bath. And. 
One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, and then put on, um, if you if you sleep naked, you sleep naked. But if you mm -hmm. wear PJs or an, um, night dress or whatever, make sure that you wear clothes for bed. I used to sleep in my gym clothes. Really? And then your brain gets these confusing messages. You know, are we going to, to the out. gym yeah. or are we powering down? <laughs> so even if you're a t-shirt, make sure it's not a t-shirt you wear to the gym. Mm. And then in bed, I only read physical books. Mm. I, I don't no read devices. anything on screens. Yeah. And uh, anybody who is reading The Sleep Revolution in Bed, I will consider it a personal victory if you actually fall asleep while go, reading yeah. it. Read 20, uh, 20 pages a night, fall asleep. Yeah. Whatever. 10 pages, you, you get drowsy, you let the book drop, you turn mm. off the light, you're asleep. Mm. So that is incredibly important. For those uh, who have children, you know that that's how you put your child to bed. Mm. You don't just drop your child in bed. You read to them. You read to you give them a bath, you put them in their PJs, you read to them, you kind of transition. You know, it's like the good night moon. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, say yeah. good night with everything, <laughs> which is really a demarcation line mm. between your day with all its stresses, however blessed our lives may be. Every day has stresses, challenges, difficult things, and incompletions. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who has any interesting job or is a busy mom who finishes the day and says, I did absolutely everything yeah, it's always something that, uh, yeah. that was on my list or I should have done. 
Never. Yeah. So you need to somehow tell your brain and your body, we did what we did right. this day. And now the day has come to a close. Mm. And we need to fully cross the charge right? and cross, cross the, the line. line. We need to cross that line. Not be in bed on the screen thinking about work and then yeah. trying to sleep at the same time, creating, creating a cutoff line. I just really, yeah. I wish I could sort of convey that feeling that I absolutely, totally believe now to everybody watching mm. because I promise that if if you do this, every aspect of your life will improve. Mm-hmm. If you have any lingering doubt that you're not going to be as productive, just try it. Yeah. Because it's like getting in the Tesla. You're going to get to your destination faster. Mm-hmm. Right? Smoother. Smoother. Cleaner. With the kind right. of uh, <laughs> consuming less energy. Yes. Yeah. And and also the, the advantage of kind of um, energy that is um, self-renewing mm-hmm. <laughs> is a little bit like the self-renewing energy of sleep. Right, right. Why reading a book before night? Why would that... I would think that would be like you're still turning your brain on. Well, it depends on what you're reading. You see, I don't Mm. read anything that has to do with work or media or politics. Mm. You know, I read poetry. I read Mm. uh, novels, not even modern novels. I like to read like Jane Austen or Another World. Okay. And you, you read it, but you're not really... Um, trying to figure out their problems. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love it. And what about watching movies before bed? <gasps> no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, still, no. <laughs> no movies. No movies. No what about screens. if you watch it before thirty minutes is up? Yes, that's fine. No you problem. can watch a movie and then thirty minutes. Get ready exactly, you got it. Very okay. good. So don't lay in bed with the TV on. No. and like pass also, out. Exactly, that's what happens. A lot of people pass out and. Um, what happens then often is that the TV stays on and then it wakes them up. Mm-hmm. And then you're suddenly woken up by a noise. And the minute you're woken up abruptly, your body moves into a fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and cortisol, the stress hormone, floods your body. And right, there right. you are again, much harder to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, I understand the importance of sleep. I practice a lot of stuff. I'm good friends with Sean Stevenson. I've had him on. You know, I'm applying all the principles, so I get it, right? As an athlete, I get it. As a yeah. business person, I get it. But let's talk about for entrepreneurs who, you know, they're striving to build their business. They are struggling to make money, so they've got to put overtime in. That overtime turns into many nights and months and months, and then they drive their team to say, you got to stay later. you got to work harder because we got to make money. You know, we can't just work for free here. Uh, so did you ever, after you started transitioning Huffington Post into, okay, it's important to sleep. We've got sleep pods here, which I know I've been to your office and seen them. And you you talk about the importance of it, but there are times in our business that we've got to drive forward. We've got a product to launch. We've got to get traffic of something, and we've got to push people a little harder probably. It's, it's not going to be perfect balance all the time. Would you agree? Well, it's never about... I don't, I don't like the word balance mm. because our lives are not really about balance. It's all right. about integration for me. Okay. And... Um, what it means, if your everyday routine includes getting adequate sleep, when you have um, a sick child, a big deadline, then you have some reserves to tap yes. into. Mm-hmm. Life is always going to throw you curveballs where you have to stay up all night or mm-hmm. something happens. I'm not suggesting this won't happen. 
But what has happened in our culture is we've made that the norm. The pro- yeah, the main thing. And and that's really the problem. And I think that's why I'm stressing that people need to understand that if all you care in life is about winning, then you're going to improve your chances when you're fully recharged. Because that's when you're going to make your best decisions. That's when you're going to be able to see the icebergs before they hit the Titanic, the Titanic, which is a very important thing for entrepreneurs. And look at entrepreneurs now. I was in Silicon Valley this week. Three quarters of startups fail. Mm. And there is the myth of the entrepreneur who never sleeps, stays up all night. Right. Well, maybe there's a correlation Why you're failing. between sleep deprivation and three quarters of them failing. Interesting. And I was speaking at the, Stan- at the um, Stanford Business School, and the students there, the, the MBA students were telling me how how many of them um, um, have meningitis or whooping mm. cough or all these diseases which are signs of a suppressed immune system yeah. because you are burnt out. So in the end, it's not even as though you're more productive because you end up being in bed sick right, right. <laughs> instead of being in bed because you're recharging. Sure, sure. I want to ask um, a couple of personal questions, if that's okay mm-hmm, with you. Sure. Um, you know, you've had a lot of success. You're in the media all the time. You are media with Huffington Post. Uh, you're asked to speak. You know, number one in your time best selling books. Do you have any fears of the future? It seems like you've achieved so much and you've helped so, serve so many people with your message and your work. Do you have any fears or insecurities about the future? My fears have a lot to do with my daughters. Really? And I'm working on them. Okay. How many daughters do you have again? Two. Two daughters. Right. Um, in their 20s, 24 and 26. I see you posting photos of them all the time. Yes, I yes. know. Yeah. I adore them. And, um, and I tend to very easily move into negative fantasies. If, let's say, I text one of my daughters and I don't get a response within three and a half seconds. Really? <laughs> <laughs> She always like that. <laughs> so I think working on that is very important for me. You wow. know, we all have areas where we're more vulnerable. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and that's one of them. Can I ask why? Uh, well, my oldest daughter went through um, a drug period. She's mm-hmm. now been sober for four years. That's great. But I think that maybe has exacerbated. Yeah. But also, whatever the reason, you know, fears are so irrational. Right. I mean, I have a friend of mine who is incredibly successful. And she thinks she's going to end up a bag lady. You know, a bag you say, lady. bag lady in the streets. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Homeless in the streets. Right, and, she, but she's incredibly successful. Yeah, she's incredibly yeah. successful, incredibly wealthy. And you think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, maybe all of us will end up in the streets, but the chances, you know, <laughs> right, slim. And are slim. So, sure. so I think, but again, going back to what I said earlier, it's kind of amazing how um, exacerbated these irrational fears become when you're sleep deprived, whatever so. they are. Yeah. Much more so. If you're already scared about things, you're more scared, right? Yes. But whatever it is that you are scared about, yeah. suddenly that mm. seems more, the, the fear seems much more real. Seems real, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any other fears? Was it just with That's daughters? kind of my main fear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. It's not that big of an issue then. Well, this is pretty when nice. you're in the grip of it. That's true. It's pretty nice. Um, what is next for you? What's the big vision? I mean, you've, again, accomplished so much. Well, right now, kind of the the big vision for me is wanting to change the culture. You know, changing culture is not easy. 
yeah, right? It's challenging. Um, so for me, it requires like a critical mass. And once that we attain that critical mass, then suddenly people will look around and say, can you believe that we, we slept for four hours and right. we thought this was more productive? People are going to say, can you believe how we used to live? And I want to see that. Mm. And uh, that's why um, we, this, this campaign is multi-pronged. You know, there's the book, there is the college mm. outreach, there is a partnership we launched with Uber against drowsy driving because uh, drowsy driving now is killing more people than drunk driving. Really? Because, uh, you know, since the 80s... With truck drivers or with... Well, yeah, what happened drivers. is that since the 80s we dramatically increased awareness around drunk driving. So people are much more conscious. Um, deaths and crashes from drunk driving have been halved. Wow, since the uh, 80s. Since the 80s. Wow. Because, you know, the whole designated driver campaign, friends uh -huh. don't let friends drive drunk, yeah. it has worked. Yeah. So we're launching a similar campaign for tired driving because while people are, unless they're paralytically drunk, you know, conscious of being drunk, um, mm -hmm. people are not always aware of being exhausted or they think they can power through. And we have a very powerful PSA. We'll send it to you. Sure. Um, that shows a man in a wheelchair for life, a young man in his 20s, who fell asleep at the wheel. Mm. And um, and his whole life was changed, and it's very powerful. Right. And, and a woman who, who was being driven, Amy Cuddy, who is at Harvard, a brilliant woman. Amy who, Cuddy, right? Yeah. The body language. Yes. Woman, yeah. So she ended up, having to relearn everything really? because of that accident wow. when she talks about that. So she said, she says in the PSA, I lost 10 years of my life. Wow. So, and these are like two young, smart people. Um, who one just simple made decision. One simple decision, literally micro sleep, they call it, can be two seconds. Right. And everything changes. But since then, since we launched this campaign, I've had... I've had two mothers who came to me. One of them works at Accenture, has a big job there, and she said, I changed my life and my relationship to sleep when I, I had my two children, young children, in the car, and I I kind of mm. fell asleep, off dozed yeah. off, yeah, and, and, mm. and crossed the barrier towards incoming traffic. With kids in the back. With kids in the back. Oh, my goodness. So, but these things happen. Yeah. They happen all the time. 8,000 people died last year. Um, One million two crashes. So we launched a petition. We'd love everybody sure. to go take um, on change.org. Okay. And it's very simple. It says, I pledge not to drive drowsy mm. and not to let my friends drive drowsy. And now with ride-sharing technologies like Uber, it's much easier. Yes. Wherever you are, you can call an Uber. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And, um, we'll so have that link. We'll have that linked up below. I'll get fantastic. the information. Fantastic. Great. We'll have Thank do you. That. Who was the most influential person in your life growing up? Oh, definitely my mom. Really? Yeah, because she uh, totally um, made me uh, believe that it was okay to aim for the stars, and mm -hmm. if I failed, it didn't matter. She wouldn't love me any less, and that failure. Is not the opposite of success. You used to say mm. it's a stepping stone to success, mm. and um, and and that's why I think it's been easier for me to take big risks 
like launching the Huffington Post. Um, and, uh, and kind of going for it, going for yeah, it. Going and, for it you know, you never, there are no guarantees, right? right? Whatever right. we do. Oh, I must remember one more thing to tell you, uh, which is that you were ta- asking me about my night ritual. Uh-huh. So I have created a, the sleep paradise in my bedroom in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of um, the low lights and the completely dark room and the temperature and, uh, the flowers and, and the, the plants, the, the, the plants yeah, yeah. and the and the a real alarm clock, you know, rather than I use a, an old fashioned mm-hmm. round your phone, <laughs> alarm right? clock as opposed to yeah. your phone and everything, all that. And so I have put my apartment on Airbnb. Really? And uh, anybody can win um, an, a night at my apartment. It doesn't cost anything. You just have to. Uh, participate in the contest, which is uh, to write a, a short essay under 550 words about what would your day be like if you had gotten a great night's sleep the night before. Mm. And uh, Virgin Air is going to fly the winner to New York. Stay at your place. Yes. Um, wow. I will um, have ready a fabulous Greek dinner <laughs> yeah. uh, with all natural ingredients. Now, none of the foods I write about that make it harder to sleep. Sure. I'll give them a personal sleep consultation and then I will leave them alone uh, with their house ground rules about sleep. <laughs> and the next morning, we'll have hair and makeup for them so they can go on oh. Half Post Rise, which is our morning show. To talk about the experience. Okay. Interesting. So, what do they need to do? Where... That's all. Just uh, go to Airbnb. Where do they submit? Ariana's the, uh... Paradise. Okay. It's called and Ariana's the, Sleep Paradise, the and there? submit their essay. Okay, you know, cool. just it can be anything. It can be fifty words. It right. can be. We'll have a link up here for people as well below. <laughs> I love that. So you see, we're approaching it from. Yeah, every, every angle, angle Uber, Airbnb, <laughs> Virgin. colleges. Yes, books, everything. Books, everything. <laughs> I love it. Um, final few questions. Um, what do you think was your biggest failure before Huffington Post that actually taught you the biggest lesson for Huffington Post? I would say uh, my second book, um, which was rejected by 36 publishers. Now, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. So imagine getting 36 rejections. That's harsh, harsh, right? It made me question whether I was really a writer or whether my Mm. first book was a fluke. And (laughs) and, um, fortunately, um, I walked into a bank in London where I lived at the time and asked the manager for a loan and the manager gave it to me. I had no assets. So, you know, in life often there are kind of amazing things that happen along Mm -hmm. the way. And that's one of the things that actually might be a good place to end because I feel that one of the things, people who are very um, sort of type A personalities, mm-hmm. like uh, I think I am and I think you are, yeah. um, think that we make everything happen. Yeah. But in fact, um, I have learned that life is more of a dance between making it happen and letting it happen. Mm. And so rekindling our romance with sleep is a little bit like letting good things happen mm-hmm. and not thinking that we need to be awake the whole time and Remember. make everything happen because that's not how life works. Sure, sure. I love that. I love that. Well, I have two actually two final yes. questions for you. I'd love to end it there, but I've got two <laughs> final ones because um, I have a ritual at the end of every one of my interviews. So 
Um, my last couple questions is, what are you most grateful for in your life recently? So I'm actually very grateful for my accident in 2007. I seriously think I would be either dead or with a heart attack. And if you look around, look at 2015, the number of entrepreneurs and executives who collapsed on their treadmills mm. or on stages. You know, the CEO of United collapsed and ended up with a big heart attack. Really? Wow. The CEO of BMW collapsed on stage. Um, the head of M&A at, at J.B. Morgan collapsed on his treadmill and died. And that's kind of wow. interesting because it's, we've convinced people of the importance of exercise and, and um nutrition but sleep is the other mm -hmm. leg of the stool and so you have these exhausted executives who, who's training harder and harder training harder no and sleep. harder who are no sleep and they don't realize what how they're hurting themselves yeah wow so okay. that that's what you know how they say the hidden blessing so yes. that was a hidden blessing yes okay um this is a question I ask at the end, and I didn't prep Ariana on this, but this is a question I ask at the end for all the guests. So whatever comes up for you, feel free. Um, let's say it's many years from now, and all your books have been erased. Everything you've created is gone for whatever reason. But it's <laughs> it's the last day for you, and everyone's there. It's a very happy moment. And again, you don't have any more books to give to people, but you have a piece of paper, and your great, 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 Grandchild says, will you write down the three truths, three things that you know need to be, or that you know to be true about all the things you learn in life that you'd pass on to me and to everyone else? Since we can't read your books anymore, <laughs> what are these three lessons that you would apply or share with all of us that are very important? What would you say? So I would say the first one would be don't miss the moment. Mm. The second would be what Rumi, the Persian poet, has said. Live life as though everything is rigged in your favor, no matter what. And the third would be get enough sleep. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I want to make sure everyone gets the book. I've got one more question for you, the final question before I ask you. Get the book, The Sleep Revolution. We'll have it all linked up, but you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere. Books are sold. I'll tell you where to go get it specifically. Also, all of the information about the essay. Um, about everything else we talked about with Uber and things like that. So get the book, and I highly endorse it. So thank you for being here. The final question before I ask it, I want to acknowledge you, Ariana, for what you're doing to change the mindset for so many people that have been sleep-deprived and for show people that you can be extremely driven and achieve your dreams, big dreams, but also have a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it starts with taking care of the most important person right. in the world, yourself first. Mm. And your sleep is very important. So I want to acknowledge you for the incredible work you do, for consistently showing up every single day, positive, loving, and giving to the world. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Final question is, what's your definition of greatness? So my definition of greatness is to be in a constant mode of learning and uh, consider yourself always a work in, in progress on the road to greatness. So I think that greatness is always aspirational and, and yet uh, always present, but there's never finality about it. Mm. There's never a moment where you can say, this is it, I can now put a bow around it <laughs> and just do maintenance. Right. It's always 
a work in progress. Mm. Ariana, thanks for being here. Appreciate Thank it. You so Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in in this episode. Again, lewishouse.com slash 317 to watch the full video interview, check out the full show notes. All the links and resources we talked about in today's interview is back at lewishouse.com slash 317. Make sure to connect with Ariana, check out her book, and let me know what you thought of this episode. Again, we've got the full video interview. Our YouTube channel has close to 50,000 subscribers now. We're doing interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and posting videos Monday, Wednesday, and mostly Friday as well. So make sure to leave a comment over on YouTube as well and let us know what you think there. And we've got so much more coming out very soon on the School of Greatness podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. You know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium bang and a Lufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S.